Hey, you're probably wondering what this is. This is not cutscenes. This is the other podcast I do. It's called the Left Behind Game Club. I've been doing it now for about four years, and it is a video game book club podcast. We select a new game every single week and talk about it. This is the episode that we just released about Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game, and it features two familiar voices, Katie Lesperance and Travis Colnett. So I thought I would drop it in the feed for you. If you like what you've heard here, consider subscribing to the Left Behind Game Club on your podcasting platform of choice. Just know this will not be a regular thing. Uh, we're just doing this one time because we talked about the movie. Let's talk about the game. Without further ado, here it is, the Left Behind Game Club. Enjoy. Welcome to episode 124 of the Left Behind Game Club. This week, we play Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game. Let's get right into it. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Jacob McCord, and today I have two friends with me. The first friend, you know him, you love him. His name is Travis Colnett. Oh, hi. And our second friend today, uh, back for the 10th time on the show, uh, Katie Lesperance. Welcome back. Hello. Thank you. I didn't mention this, Travis. This is your 16th time on the show, so Good welcome grief. back. So many times. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we're here to talk about video games. Uh, today, we're talking about Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game. A few call-outs before we get into it. First off, uh, thank you to Ubisoft for sending us the codes to do this. We are very appreciative. Uh, if you check out uh, at Left Behind Club on Twitter, we'll also have a giveaway for a copy of the game on PS4. So if you like what you heard here, you'll be able to potentially win a copy and play for yourself. Nice. Uh, also, uh, there's going to be a video version of this podcast, oh. which is crazy. Uh, you can, Travis is waving <laughs> at the camera. So fancy. Uh, you can find that on YouTube uh, at uh, slash Jacob McCourt and potentially even uh, Shane is in the background somewhere um, at slash Shiesu, uh, two S's, two O's. Uh, look for that if you want to see our wonderful faces. As I said, we're watching, uh, we're playing Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game. Uh, it is a game developed by Ubisoft Montreal in Ubisoft Chengdu, published by Ubisoft, released originally for PlayStation 3, Xbox 360 in 2010. I've talked a lot, <laughs> but uh, we start the show with a segment we call Fast Pitch, which is a one-sentence pitch about the video game. Uh, why don't you guys take it away and tell us your one-sentence pitch for Scott Pilgrim versus the world? You want me to go first? Go for it. Okay. It is... The second best comic book video game beat 'em up after X Men: The Konami Arcade Game. There we go. <laughs> that was a run-on sentence. Yeah, but all lovely, right. but it was lovely. It was. I have a slight run-on too. Okay. So it is a side-scrolling beat 'em up that overrepresents Canadian thugs and underrepresents <laughs> hockey goons. There is a severe lack of hockey goons, oh and there is not that many thugs. <laughs> Uh, well, you guys clearly have beaten me here because uh, here's a fun secret. I never pre-write these down and I come up with them on the spot. Oh, I used to do that and uh -huh. then it always went terribly. So yeah. I was like, no, I need to prepare clearly because mm -hmm. it was just not, not good. So yeah. what do you got? Um, I can stall for you if you want. Boom, boom, rock'em, sock'em, robot, arcade, side-scrolling, beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. I don't, know. I don't know what the beep, beep is. 
It's the buses when Let they come me, and run you over. Can I try? There I it is. There you go. I, oh, welcome. they do beep You're welcome. Can I try again? Yeah. Um, this is a good movie adaptation of an excellent movie. You sound ecstatic. Uh, I do. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about our personal history of Scott Pilgrim. Uh, this is a series that has been around since 2010 in movies, and then even before that in books and comics. Yes. Travis is making a puzzle face because he knows the history. I have you read the books? Yes, I have all the graphic novels. I've read them all. Uh, I was a big fan of the movie when it came out, um, and so I've seen the movie a good handful of times. Um, and then obviously once we watched it for cutscenes, which the three of us are on, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, I've played. I had the demo for this game on my PS3. Mm-hmm. I think I only played like the first level a few times and I was just like, I'm not going to buy this. It was, it was fun. And then I specifically also have memories of playing it with you, Jacob at, uh, it was maybe one of your, uh, video game charity streams. Yes. I remember playing it too. Yeah. And I think that was the only other time I've played it. Um, so like most of this game was new to me other than like the first level. And you made a, a good call out that, um, we have another podcast, the three of us called cutscenes. Uh, if you look inside of your podcast feed, you're going to see a little entry that says introducing cutscenes. Uh, you can listen to our Scott Pilgrim episode of the show in the feed. So when you're done with this, listen to that. Cause that show is also very good. I love you both very much. Oh, uh, Katie, Jeez. uh, tell us about Scott Pilgrim and what you know about it. Um, so Travis made me watch that movie. <laughs> A long, a long time ago, long, long time ago, uh-huh. when we were like teenagers, he was like, "I love this movie, and we we're gonna watch it." So that sounds like Travis. Like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, so watched then. It's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Really liked it. Um, and then I knew that this was a game, but I had never played it. Um, that's about it, really. And then I knew it was being, you know, they were putting it back out again. Yes. And that's that's about it. Okay. Um, my history is somewhere in between. I probably am not as hardcore. I've not read the books. Mm. Uh, watched the movie when it came out. I loved it. We rewatched it on cutscenes. Spoilers. We also loved it. Um, I played the game with you on Xbox 360 in like the Xbox Live Arcade heyday when you could download games and it was such a novel thing to be like, guys, I downloaded the game on my console. <laughs> We're so old. Oh, yeah, we are very old. This might have even been part of Xbox Live Arcade back in the day. Like the summer of arcade when that was a thing. Mm. I'm not 100% sure, but... And then, like you said, Travis, this thing disappeared off all storefronts because of a licensing issue for a long time. Is that what it was? I think so. Interesting. Well, even Malloy, who's the writer, that's his last name, right? Brian. Yes. You know what? I've never said his name out loud. Mm. Yeah. Sometimes when you read things, I'm not reading out loud, right? So I've like read his name, but I've never actually Uh, said it out loud. It's not Malloy. It is O'Malley. There you go. Yeah, we got there. Um, It was Brian Lee O'Malley. Yes. What is his other book? Mushrooms? Yeah, I don't remember. But yes, yes, there is another one. It's very good. <laughs> uh, it disappeared. And then at a Academy showing of Scott Pilgrim for the 10th anniversary, he was like, maybe we'll bring it back. Wink. And then they brought it back in 20, 2021. So now it's available in complete edition on PS4, Xbox One, Switch, Windows, and Stadia. I think it's also on Amazon Luna, if that's the thing you have. Oh. Do you guys know what Amazon Luna is? I have is? no idea what I Amazon not. Luna is. is. The Amazon, Amazon version Luna. of Stadia. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm good. Okay. There's other versions of that thing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. Someone saw that, them do that, and they thought, we should do that too. <laughs> Jeff Jeffrey Bezos was like, mm. hey, I hear video games are worth a That's lot of a money. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, all I hear right now is Bur Burnham singing Jeffrey Bezos in my head. Uh, there's two people that understood that reference. Anyway, 
we talked about the history of the game. Uh, we all played it on PS4. Again, mm-hmm. thanks to Ubisoft for sending those codes. Yes. Uh, let's just get into our feelings about this one. <sighs> What's wrong? It's it's fine. It's it is made for a specific audience. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the game a lot. I have issues, but I want to start with what's good about this game. Yeah. It's fun to play. Yeah. Um. Oh. oh. <laughs> um. Okay. I, Maybe it's not. Uh. So basically, the more I played it, the less I liked it. Okay. The first like three stages, mm-hmm. I was like you said, I was. It's fun. I was enjoying myself. Yep. I got more and more just frustrated and annoyed and so frustrated. Okay. So much. And the first, I have specific reasons that, that just annoy me, but, um, but there are things I like. Yeah. I like, I like the art style. I really like the music. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other things. <laughs> Those are the main things, but, um, yeah, I, I, for like half of it, I had a fun time. Mm. It reminded me a lot of like you called out the X Men game the that arcade was arcade game that it, Konami. Yeah, that Konami arcade game. Yeah, I love that thing. It's like the Simpsons arcade game. We released that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Because it it does just doesn't have legs. It like is good for a few hours, mm-hmm. but then you're like, oh, I still have to beat eight more or you know five or six more stages of this thing, and that's when it starts to be a little repetitive. I think it's mm-hmm. fair to say that we we tried to play the game multiplayer. Yes. Online. Um, which should we just say it now that the PS4 version is probably not the way that this game should be played? What way should um, it be played? I, I played it. I mean, I played it on PS5, but I think I had a similar experience because mm-hmm. in multiplayer we had yes many crashes. Mm-hmm. Like we we could, didn't get through a level. I don't think. I think we got through the first one, but it mm-hmm. took a lot because we no, had to keep we had to restart re- restart multiple times. Yeah, and crashing. there was like there wasn't any like checkpointing, so each mm-hmm. time we had to restart each stage from the beginning, um, and then so it was a multiplayer was an issue for sure. And then um, I had a couple crashes playing solo too. Interesting. One of them, which I was already in my frustration phase, and then I literally beat the boss like one of the bosses and before it was like stage clear mm-hmm. it crashed oh my gosh and i had to do it again oh my and I god i was so mad <laughs> no that didn't happen to me at all but yeah I, I only had a couple when i was playing single interesting i had a similar problem with the um man who is a vegan todd um, yes todd, the yeah. todd yes. level yeah it was I, after todd after i yeah. beat todd exactly and i had a crash and mm-hmm. todd. my understanding is the ps3 version was ported to ps4 and the ps3 version had issues oh. with crashes and bugs and net code etc so if you decide to get this game maybe try the switch version the, the xbox version because it mm-hmm. might be a little bit better we only play maybe. the ps4 version so that's all we've got um but also maybe play it with someone next to you on the couch not mm-hmm. online because mm-hmm. you will struggle yeah what did mm-hmm. you like travis I I liked it. Mm-hmm. I don't think I got as frustrated as you might have gotten, Katie. But I... No, I enjoyed my time with it. I think um, I enjoy it a lot because I've read the graphic novels. Mm-hmm. And it's literally ripped from the... Gra- like, the, the art style is literally the graphic novels. Oh. It's like, it looks exactly like that. Um, the... Even like the characters and like the little levels and the way it's all it moves around and everything, it's pulled from those those comics. Okay. So 
as opposed to like the movie, which is an adaptation of it, right? And obviously, like they condense things down in the movie to make it like ninety minutes or yeah, minutes and like it all happens in a night or something like that. In I mean, they cut a lot of stuff obviously out of uh, this because the video game, but it it follows the comics actually very closely um, in terms of like locations and where the fights happen and stuff and stuff like that. So, which was actually like really cool. Um, so, like I I mean, it's also been years since I've read those comics, so I don't know exactly, but it, it does. Uh, pull a lot more from there, which is really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the music, like you said, great music. Like, it's mm-hmm. still in my head. I'm, like, literally right now, it is playing in my head. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the music is great. I do find that, like, after you've played the level for too long, it's the same yeah. mm-hmm. music. So it doesn't, if if it doesn't change locations quickly enough, it can get mm-hmm. a little repetitive. Um, but otherwise, no, like, I, I enjoyed it. I think the key word here is repetitive. Right. Yeah. And so I think it's, I think that's the only thing that's probably its issue is like, I, I enjoyed it. I got a little frustrated, but then I had to go back and consistently grind to like be able to pass the next mm-hmm. level. I, I felt like I was way too under leveled once we got to like stage like six. Or yeah. yeah. Or like, yeah, maybe it was like six. Mm-hmm. Is that the Negascot one? That's where I yeah. felt like I had the most issues. That might be seven. Okay, yeah. Uh, well, yeah, because there's... No, seven is uh, Gideon. You're, you're totally right because the twins are the fifth world. Yes. So you're totally yeah. right. There's seven. Yeah. yeah. I had the same problem. I had to grind for maybe an hour and a half to beat the final level yeah. because I didn't realize for a long time. So structurally the game is like, there's an overworld, which reminds me of a lot of like super Mario three, yes. which is awesome. Yeah. And that's the thing. There's so many little tidbits like mm-hmm. that, which make this game very, very good mm-hmm. in that sense. There's like super Mario three, the little coin noises. Yep. Like it's just very good that way. Uh, and so you go into levels based on that and your skills progress over. So you're getting like levels. I think there's 17 of the levels and each level you get a different power Mm -hmm. and then you carry four stats along with you. It's like strength, guts, speed, and another. Uh, I didn't realize that like you really needed to update those and upgrade those with items because if you don't, you're going to get your butt kicked. And I think you don't realize that until later in the game and you're like, oh, there's stats. Like it does. I mean, there's a whole explanation if you go into like the menu to like how to play. Reading? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) see no i knew i was on top of those stats like from the beginning Mm. i was like oh no i there's because basically um there's a couple sprinkled throughout the whole game but most of them are in the first stage there's like multiple shops that you can go into and you buy items you buy music albums or or books or drinks or food or sushi yeah and it will buff your stats up so you'll upgrade your strength or your defense or whatever and then, no, I was on top of that. I was like, I, because I am not, I feel like I was a poor choice for this game because I, I am not a huge fan of beat-em-ups. Mm-hmm. Some of them I really like. Um, what if I think back? I'm like, what was my favorite? Probably like, like Turtles in Time. Yep. Great. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I played some Streets of Rage back in the day. Some of them I'll just be like, oh, this, I don't like this. Certain, certain ones. Mm-hmm. But the good ones I like. So... It wasn't my favorite. So because of that, I was upgrading every chance I got. I was mm-hmm. like, no, no, I am buffing the hell out of my <laughs> my little uh, my little knives. My little, Is that who uh, you played character. with? This I, knife. I played his knives the whole yeah. time. Yeah, I've used stills the whole time. Wallace. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love Wallace. I like that none of us are like, don't pick the main character. <laughs> Scott sucks. <laughs> yes, we have established yes. that Scott yes. sucks, yeah. generally uh-huh. speaking, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, you can listen to our podcast cutscenes where we go into detail about how Scott yeah, sucks. Yeah, we'll explain it to you. Scott yeah. sucks. Do you want to give like a very like hot brief overview? 
he is toxic boyfriend who wants a girlfriend to make who makes him feel good about himself Mm -hmm. not someone that he wants to be a partner with Mm -hmm. he's just like hey this girlfriend makes me feel awesome yeah and she thinks i'm cool but like i'm not gonna be there for her when she needs me (laughs) and i might just dump her because i saw someone i like better Mm -hmm. so that's scott Uh uh-huh yeah the end bag of crap (laughs) (laughs) uh we have a question from twitter uh it is from i am link h s they ask if you've watched the movie uh what's your favorite song from the movie yeah oh you got to give me that brie larson uh black sheep black sheep i mean obviously it's like the movie from that song but like it's so good Mm -hmm. i also really like um there's i don't know who sings i think it might be the sex bums yes garbage truck no, Garbage Truck was Crash like, and the Boys. Is it? Yes. Oh, I definitely thought that was yeah. them. Yeah, no, but like it's same same vibe. No, yeah. uh, Threshold was the one I liked the most. Oh, and yeah, that's yeah. the one that they play in the in the movie. It's the big uh, like kind of monster fight that they mm-hmm. do with the twins. and With the gorilla and the yeah, dragons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And it was, uh, yeah, Threshold. I like that one a lot. Mm-hmm. So She just did a cover of that on her YouTube channel, correct? Well, they finally, they like finally released it, basically. God, but yes, yeah. no, that, that's yeah. my favorite one too. Oh, yeah. Also, but it's, just because I love metric so yeah mm-hmm. and also brie larson like, and she did it really well oh yeah mm-hmm. like yeah no the recording for that movie was good very impressive uh mm-hmm. we have another question here and I'll, I'll just throw it out there because we talked about the shops and buying things uh toronto is the toronto <laughs> is the setting for this thing or not uh is the setting for this thing so i have a question from twitter from at rainbow road pod uh great podcast mm-hmm. great folks uh how's the toronto representation in this game it's good yeah, it's Castle. You play at Castleoma. Yeah, Castleoma's a real place. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I've never been. You lived. You both lived in Toronto. Yes, that's for true. periods of time. I I've didn't, never. I didn't live there. that like downtown Toronto yeah. life. Um, but yes, no, Castleoma. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, I like that the end that like he runs up the CN Tower to yeah. watch Gideon's yeah. place blow up. That's cool. Um, and like the the map is interesting. Like you know what I mean. But mm-hmm. I also don't know. I'm I'm assuming some of these places are real places. Like Leo's place is that a real place? Might be a real place. Someone from Tron was yelling, "Of course it is, you <laughs> idiots!" <laughs> but yeah. So I mean, I'm sure there's probably more in there, but mm-hmm. also yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mostly just noticed that there was a lot of snow mm-hmm. and that they brought the Canadian coins yeah. into yeah. it as what your your what you pick up mm-hmm. when you defeat. I really people. like when I see a toonie. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. A toonie. Got them toonies. Like, oh, it's dropping toonies. Yep. If the movie is an eight for Toronto representation, this is a six. Yeah, I think that's fair. Yeah. Because there's pizza, pizza. There's Tim Hortons. There's Mm -hmm. other stuff in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, should we tactically talk about what it's like to play this game? Yeah. Uh, You called it a beat 'em up. You said it's very similar to like some other games in the genre, like your Final Fights, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just one of those. Yeah. And it is fun to play. Okay. Do you guys want? Do you guys want to talk about that first? Yeah. 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 Um, Is is this a good game? Oh, you want me to talk about it first? Okay. So, (laughs) (laughs) my issue, mainly my issue, is that I found it hard to control. Mm. It's not very, um, um, not specific, but it's not you know. How did you play it with the? Um, with the joystick itself or with the buttons? Played with the, mostly with, with the, the D-pad? I tried with the D-pad and I didn't like it. See, I, I mostly used the D-pad. I mm. also found it was difficult to control. Yes. So like, I found I was too all over the place when it came to using um, the joystick. I, I, see, I didn't really find either. Running was a pain in the butt. I found sometimes, running, I got used to running. I couldn't not run mm-hmm. when I didn't want to run. The, yep. As soon as they brought in 
every now and then very, very small elements of platforming. Mm -hmm. And I was like, terrible. You're kidding me, right? You want me to platform? Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't, I can't not run. I literally am moving forward and I'm like, no, don't run. Walk slowly because I have to jump a small thing, a small distance. And you can't change once you're in the air, really. Yeah. So you, I don't know. I was, I, I basically would just jump as far as I could and die <laughs> and then jump from wherever they spawned me mm-hmm. and I would make it across. But I, uh, yeah. So the controls were yeah, difficult for me. It's I would find sometimes that like, I, I mean, even like landing punches, sometimes I felt like I'm right there and I'm sitting there hitting punch <laughs> and, and the enemy is just standing, like overlapping me and not moving, but also not hitting me. Mm-hmm. And we're just sitting here like punching the air and nothing's <laughs> happening. So I have to, to like readjust a lot and move it around. Um, but yeah, no, like controlling wise, like it was mostly fine. I think I initially, when I started playing, it was a lot of just butt mashing. I yep. was just like, yeah, but. Press the buttons, button mash. You really only had like one or two big real moves. attacks, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that blocking was key for me. Mm. I, I didn't use blocks ever. No, I see when I tried to, it just didn't end up see, working out for me. I was getting very frustrated. I think around the the park level, level yeah. six, you initially that level starts off, and there's like two thugs that come and they just go crazy. Yeah. Yes. And I realized I needed to block for that period of time for their first assault to be done. So then I could attack them. Right. And then um, you unlock a dodge. So I was using like block and uh, it was a double tap and you would roll dodge. Mm-hmm. So I was using that to get around the stage and kind of position mm. myself into areas where I wouldn't be like bombarded because the frustrating part about this game is that when there's too many enemies on screen, you literally sometimes can't get a shot. in. No, you can't move. No, you you're literally just getting just punched constantly. over and over and over again and watching your health dwindle yep. and you can't, do anything yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. And so I found when it was getting harder, the blocking mm. saved me a lot. And then a lot of like the aerial attacks, there was like an air yes. spin yep. and that helped a lot. Um, and so doing a lot of that helped. Uh, once I was more technical about like mm-hmm. my decision-making, what I was doing, like, oh, I'm actually going to choose to grab this guy and throw him away as opposed to just accidentally grabbing and punching a guy and throwing him away. Mm-hmm. Like I was making more, like specific choices and it made my gameplay more enjoyable. I definitely found I was, I got better. Yeah. And I used like a lot of sliding, like slide attacks. Mm. Um, Yeah. Slid like crazy. Mm. Slid attacked everybody. (laughs) Um, And yeah, jumping attacks and different things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I did, I, there is like a skill level to it. I'm probably just not good at beat em ups, but, but I still, I still felt it wasn't, Sometimes it would be so frustrating, yes, when you're just getting hit over and over and over again, and you're just like, well, I'm just going to watch it just just dwindle away. Just dwindle and die. Yeah, I found my rhythm once I got those aerial attacks, like the double jump, Mm -hmm. and when I got that kind of jumping downward kick with Wallace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I really learned to use my special attacks uh, with L1 and R1 on the PlayStation 4 controller, Mm -hmm. where in my case as Wallace, you can have knives kind of come out and throw Oh yeah, the knife stuff, yeah. And then you have like this energy kind of of shield thing. I think it just explodes to like kind of pushes people away from you. Yeah, which is good for prop control. Yeah, I I only used it very briefly. Although the R1, when you use it, you're draining your guts, guts, which when you die, you won't actually lose a life right away. You'll get your health replenished like half, half half of whatever your guts level is. Mm-hmm. So I basically stopped using R1 because I was not very good. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I'm already not making it through with the amount of health that I have. Mm-hmm. So, and also they don't have any health drops. Yeah, that was surprising. Zero health drops whatsoever. Mm-hmm. 
So you, you can buy, buy them. Yeah. Yeah, but, but but then later in the game, there's not many stores. There's like, like one store. Yeah. In every level. Oh, I may have missed mm-hmm. some of them, but still, some of them are hidden. Yeah. Um, there was one in that park level. There is a hidden one um, mm-hmm. that you can kind of get to, and there's a, a move you can buy. Um, it's like in a training book or something. Oh. And it is the I use that the rest of the game. Once I got it, it was a I think it was like down triangle or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's a roll that hits when you're rolling. So it's like the dodge, but like you're rolling and you're hitting and it's like six, 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 six. And then it you get up and you punch and it sends someone flying. Oh. So literally I just ended up using that nonstop <laughs> across the screen back and forth because it was helping like clear the crowds. Yeah. And I wasn't getting hurt because you're kind of, you were borderline invincible while you were doing it, but mm-hmm. it was like an expensive, you had to pay a lot of money for it. They did have a lot of good variety of moves. Yes. Mm-hmm. I did like that. I'm assuming everyone moved the same way. All of our characters. I, I think so. Yeah. For the most part. Everything like, you said is, I think your special is different, I believe. And that's probably yes. about it. What were your specials without one? I think it was just knives. I had knives and I had uh, the explosion thingy. Hmm. Um, but knives maybe, is the character, and she would do like a spin move oh. and basically hit anyone who's around. I think her. knives and Wallace were DLC added oh. added characters. Oh. I think probably Ramona, Kim, Stills, and maybe Scott might have something special. But knives was just an assist in the original version of this game, mm. and so I think probably once they added knives in, they had to give her a special like right special because she's not calling herself in it's too bad scott's special moves is, isn't toxic masculinity no. <laughs> hey. oh god i'm sorry uh this is a question from new dad gaming on twitter uh when playing which game do you think inspired uh the way characters move hit etc i'm always reminded of final fight when pilgrim does his spin attack i don't have a lot of experience with beat-em-ups no i don't think i do either um i think literally to bring it back to that X-Men He's like, game. X-Men. Can I bring it back yeah. to X-Men? Yes, you may. Okay. Permission. There is, going to anyway. There's yeah. no like some of the like crowd control moves, like yeah. literally the explosion kind of thing reminds me specific of specific things from that game. But otherwise, like a lot of the time in that game too, you're just hitting and punching. Like there's not really a lot of use of like powers. I guess I, maybe a little bit of variety between the characters would have mm-hmm. been a little bit of mm-hmm. fun so that, you know, there'd be different reasons to use different characters other than just being like a skin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, honestly, I don't know too many beat em ups to know like what anything would remind me of anything. Mm-hmm. I think it's Streets of Ragey as far as I can recall, yeah. but I recently played Streets of Rage 4 because it's on Game Pass. That's like a dot emu joint. I think they're doing the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game that's coming Ooh. this holiday season. And uh, it felt like that. Yeah. But I don't have tons of experience. Like, of course, I played the Simpsons arcade game. Mm. I played mm-hmm. the X-Men arcade game. I played the Turtles arcade game, but yeah. like long time ago. So I can't be like, yes, it was Bart Simpson's move. <laughs> it was uh, X-Man person's move. Oh my X- God. Oh my just, God. I did that to him specifically. I know. Yeah. Wolverine, red lady, <gasps> red lady, blue man with hair. <laughs> <laughs> Should we end the podcast now? Yeah, it's done. Okay. Oh no, I have more Great. things. Uh, thank you so much for coming. <laughs> uh, you said you have more things, Katie. Please um, move past this for me. Thanks. Uh, <laughs> I made I made notes about things that annoyed me. Mm-hmm. Um, Actually, I think Nightcrawler, I've... that's one. Oh, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> There's another blue man. Wow, you did it. Mm-hmm. There's the... Yeah, you, could, you did the thing. Yeah. Um... Cyclops. Sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> Save me. Um... Gambit, that's your favorite. He was, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. 
Oh my god. It's a good thing you two have been friends for a long time. Uh-huh. <laughs> be over. Be yes. all over. I don't understand how now. Um Yeah, no. <laughs> the, the controls, like I said, were were frustrating to me. Okay, I am basically my two games that I were playing was playing simultaneously. Was this game. Mm-hmm. And Sekiro Shadows died twice. Okay, great. And there were times when I was so frustrated with Scott Pilgrim that I went to play Sekiro <laughs> as a calming, relaxing thing to do. I found it less frustrating at times to play Sekiro. That's wild to me. Yes. Because <laughs> I can, you know, I can do the things that I want. They'll probably still kill me, but mm-hmm. at least I can move and do... Um, it's not your fault if you die. No, uh, yes. In Scott Pilgrim. Yes, Sekiro is my fault. Yeah. I screamed at myself mm-hmm. when I played Sekiro. Mm-hmm. I called myself all sorts of names. It's 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 ugly. Scott, I screamed at the game. I was very very frustrated at the game. Mm-hmm. Again, I'm not I I enjoyed it a lot, especially the first like three levels. I was like this is great. I had a lot of fun. And then I just got a little bit more a little frustrated as I went along. But but it has a lot of things I like, like I said. Art I, style, music, like it has a charm to yes. it that I like yeah, a lot. Yeah, there's a lot of charm. I like to the it. character, like I like all the enemy models yeah. there's a good variety yeah there's a good variety mm-hmm. like it's not and i like that they reuse certain ones like in, in like in a smart way like you have the people in costumes that are at the lucas lee yep. like filming mm-hmm. and you think they're like you know and they made the levels interesting it wasn't yeah. just like a bunch of streets and you're just fighting in the same area i really like, like the right really levels. yeah the levels never felt the same mm-hmm. you know like they always had something different they always introduced a different kind of enemy type it never felt the same and i enjoyed that i it wasn't like that first same level over and over Mm -hmm. and over again right and i think that would add to the repetition which would be even worse if Mm -hmm. that was the case you're on a streetcar you're in a backyard yeah you're in a japanese inspired castle yeah Yeah. you're at castleoma yeah you're in the streets and then like um i think that's the thing i think i could have gotten as frustrated as you did but i reached that point where i was like i need to grind and oh yeah no, so I, oh, grinded. I yeah i did a lot of grinding i ended up realizing that like i couldn't do the final level with just the three lives that i had like because you only get three lives if you yeah. if your lives right. are gone you you die mm-hmm. right so i ended up replaying the second half of um the the todd one the the vegan guy one yep because so you can do that mini boss fight again with envy and lynette yeah on the stage and once i had that extra special roll punch attack i could literally clear that level in like minutes like the rest of that level and then at the end of todd's fight you get a one up oh so okay. so you you get an extra he drops money and yeah. he drops a one up interesting so i like hmm did that a bunch oh. and i got nine nine one-ups mm. so i had nine but then also um so this is something that i mean would be beneficial to know that very very first shop in the first level you can pay off scott's late fees yeah that's so cute. i really wanted to yes. and then i was just like no i'm done so paying off scott's late fees yes if you get enough money to do so you then can buy one-ups for like five bucks Hmm. what yeah so then and you also can buy a bunch of um upgrades that give you like plus 10 to all your skills like they're really really high skill boosting things because you paid off 500 dollars in late fees yeah yeah which in fairness the way i did it is i spent money in wallace's secret shop yeah yeah where you get items like a bionic arm yeah each of them boost your stats by 50 Mm. but they're each a hundred dollars yes they're pricey we we probably took similar paths yeah you got extra lives i got my stats up to like 
in the 80s or 90s to mm-hmm. be the final boss. So this thing, once I replayed those that um, Chod level, like that second half a few times, I ended up getting really close to like 400 bucks. And I was like, oh, I'm yeah. like, I have a ton of lives. I'm like 400 bucks. I'm going to go play through some levels that have more, like more money. Mm-hmm. And because I was so already overpowered at that point, because I had been, yeah, you can just I just roll rolled right, through, right yeah. through most levels, and I mm-hmm. got enough money to then pay off the late fees. I maxed out my stats, and then it made the final boss because I tried that final boss. Yeah, and I like I played wow. these levels multiple Difficult. times. Yeah, they're hard. Like I played through, I died multiple times, and I hate that there is no checkpoint. Like if you die, you have to yeah. redo the entire level again. Um, but I tried that final boss. And I was like, oh, this is like, I died. I didn't even get, I think there was like a techno base at the end. Yep. Mm-hmm. I died in there. And then, so I was like, I need to grind. So then that's where I got all my one-ups. I maxed up my stats. And then it was super easy to, to finish the game afterwards mm-hmm. because I was pretty much like a god. Yeah. Because otherwise <laughs> you have to beat like four levels of bosses. Yeah. There's Gideon. Then there's a sub boss. Once you get into the techno base, then you have to beat like three levels. There's Gideon, but there's there's Gideon like as, as a, a as, as a, a Hulk kind of man yeah. looking mm-hmm. thing. And then there's Gideon as like a, a monstrosity, yeah. yeah, like inside of his own body. Mm-hmm. And then there's yeah mini sub bosses inside of Gideon's lab where there's little mm-hmm. robots. Yep. And then you fight Gideon again at the as end a human. as a human, yeah, in like a sword fight kind mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was long. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's no way I could have done it with three lives yeah there's no way i did it with yeah, three did, lives but my stats lives. were all 90 oh see i did it with 80 90. or 90 i did yeah. it in took, two lives but my stats once they were no. like that yeah. high right i took a run at it and i failed and then i grinded <laughs> a little bit and then no i did it with three lives and like i, don't, I think my stats were like 70 ish mm-hmm. like nothing crazy yeah but i didn't have that hard of a time i was just very very what angry but difficulty level did you play on Normal. average guy average. okay me too yeah yeah okay just check yeah yeah, yeah. Screwed. Screwed. Uh, there was that. too hard uh, yeah there's no way <laughs> did you guys touch some of the extra content like is there's like some side content where it's like hey play dodgeball play no Battle i didn't yell okay, no i touched them all and they're not really there's not i know there's substance. like a zombie survival yeah. one i didn't do that that was fun to do once yeah truly like it was and then i'm like great i did that mm-hmm. sweet I mean, yeah, I think, how do you unlock that stuff? I think you have to like literally use codes or no, something? No, it's oh. in the complete version. I don't want to speak for like the Xbox 360 and PS3 versions, which that might have been DLC okay. or whatever, or cheat codes, but they're just available to you. Oh, okay. And I don't think I just them. played through them. I, maybe it's I just like didn't check. Battle Royale, which I don't think you can, you can't do it by yourself. It's like a boss mm-hmm. rush, right? There's a boss rush. There's uh, the zombie mode. And then there is a dodgeball game, which is like, it harkens back to like the GBA, like dodgeball games for the GBA. There's like a launch title. It's a dodgeball game. It's very good. Uh, this is just like not, you, there's just no substance. You just grab yeah. balls and throw yep. them. See, mm-hmm. I had a hard time grabbing items. Yeah. I feel like I could not pick up items most of the time when I tried to. And again, it. it's this beat em up thing where you have to be like directly, directly over on it, yeah. it at the right pixel and then you can pick it up. But yeah. I, I don't know about y'all without weapons. I wouldn't have gotten through this game. No, I don't think no, I ever... It helps a lot, for I sure, I don't yes. know if I any... I barely touched... I think early on, I used some baseball bats and a few things, but like... Really? I, yeah, most of the time, I oh, just I, I usually... Up. If it was around, like, I try to pick something up. And then, obviously, at the end, the sword that yes. you pick uh-huh. up is... If you just roll past that sword, I don't think that you're beating that boss. No. Like, you know what I did to Gideon? I cheesed him to beat him. What did you stuck do? Him I got him against... T- stuck him in the corner, <laughs> and I just went, yeah, 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 for about five minutes until I beat him. Yeah. 
Did you make that sound while you did it? I absolutely did not, but now I did for you and for this podcast listening audience. Look in the camera, wink a little bit. Oh my God. That was, that was for the gifts. Um, having cameras is weird. Uh, is there any other major points in this game that we haven't yet covered? There's not like that much to it. Um, I would just say that the there's certain that the levels were um they're creative in how they use their setting and then the enemies. Like the movie set I think was really good because mm-hmm. then you have like a little director guy that comes out and then the screen kind of changes as if you're it's through uh like as if like it's a looking through finder. a camera. Yeah. yeah, like a viewfinder. And then um then people are coming out as if they're like cast in the movie, like they're in like alien suits. Mm-hmm. Or like a dinosaur. Yeah, like yeah. a Godzilla type Rawr. thing. Yeah. So the, and then um, you'd have extras. I think my, that was my favorite part. Was after you clear those out, there's like four extras or not motion capture mo- guys, mocap yeah. guys <laughs> who are in green suits with yeah. little dots, and they're running. And this is also for the cameras. They're running at you like this, <laughs> and it and they just run across the screen. And I was like, oh, that was clever. I really liked that. <laughs> there was some stuff. And then yeah. the Halloween party kind of uses that too. There's like people in costumes and there's like a skeleton guy they're fighting. There's robot men. Yeah. Yeah. All kinds of stuff like that. Ninjas so, in the like, Yeah, the ninja yeah. stuff. I like the ninja level yeah, a lot. Yeah, too. Yeah. The music on that level too I specifically very much enjoyed. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, that I one and the first one too. Yeah. I like the first stage there's music a lot. A lot of the music I like. Yeah, there's that one. Um, the first stage one, There's I like the park one too, which yeah. it's kind of just like a slight twist on that first stage. It's just like a little bit calmer, a little bit different, but... Um, cause that one introduces like zombies and like wolverines and like owls that attack you. Like it's just, yeah, it's interesting. It's different. I like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. The level design, the enemy design, mm-hmm. very good. Yeah. And the different music per levels was also very good. That overworld song is stuck in my yes. head permanently. Now I have it in my head now mm-hmm. because you literally just said it. You're welcome. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, any final thoughts about Scott Pilgrim versus the world, the game complete edition? Um, I would say I, I enjoyed my time with it. Mm -hmm. I think if I'm glad it was the length that it was, Mm -hmm. um, how long did you play it for? You think six to 10 hours? Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere in that range. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. Especially like once I needed to start grinding, Mm -hmm. that was definitely like an hour to two hours mm-hmm. of doing that. And that then made the game a lot easier for me. So I didn't end up getting to the point of like not wanting to play it anymore. I enjoyed being very overpowered at the end and just mm-hmm. like zip through levels. Like I replayed that. Cause when I was getting the, the, like the late fees, even I was zipping through that first level just to get a little bit of extra cash. And I was just so like, you're one punching yeah. some of those guys. And I'm just like, Oh yeah, I'm like, <laughs> this is just so good. Um, but yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. Um, I think I would have enjoyed it more playing it with people. Yes. Yeah. I wish the multiplayer had worked better yes. because for the time that we played it, I had a lot of fun. Yeah. And then there was crashing, but yeah. like while we were playing, cause you can like revive your, your teammates yes. and you can run over. Which so like one person, easier. yeah, that too. So one person is like, no, I got them. And they're punching the enemies and the other person's like, no, no, I'm going to save them. And they like jump over to help to heal the other person. So like it, it, and we're like talking and laughing the whole time. And like, we had a lot of fun as multiplayer. That's like when we mm-hmm. played together, it was great. And yeah. then to go and play by myself for the rest of the game, mm-hmm. it was a, different vibe yes and i think it would have been more way more fun to play it together with friends yes um, totally maybe even like in the same room would yeah. have been mm-hmm. nice. you know what i mean like doing couch co-op i would really adamantly say if like y- there are not many games like this like i think of castle crashers as like right. on the top of the pantheon of beat-em-up games that you would play on a couch next to someone 
but this might be up there in like the top three because yeah. just there aren't many of them. The quality sometimes is spotty. The amount of content you get is spotty. Um, touching it um but uh no it's, it's a lot of fun i wish we could have been together yeah i think we played it online didn't work it would have just been more chaotic and i think yes. that would have added to the fun too right like the crazy like things just exploding and there's people everywhere mm-hmm. like as opposed to like meticulously going through each level and having to beat up every single bad guy we were just like you could just go crazy and mm-hmm. it wouldn't feel as repetitive mm-hmm. i think if you had a friend to play with yeah mm-hmm. so so i guess in all what we're saying is like if this game interests you the complete versions on everything. Get a friend. Get a friend. And if you have a friend, like, <laughs> dunk your, you know, 10, 20 bucks, yeah. whatever this game is, to play it. Yeah. Yeah. No, if you like beat-em-ups, mm-hmm. I think it's totally worth picking up, mm-hmm. for sure. If it is not your favorite um, style of game, then maybe not. Alone, don't. Yeah. Online, Multiplayer, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Cou- on the same couch. Yes. Okay. Specific specific if you have a friend these are the conditions yes if you have at least one friend who you like enough to bring to your house in the post-covid world that we live in uh then consider buying scott pilgrim versus the world the game yes tm we'll put tm 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 uh, this is too, i can't uh for those of you listening to the audio version i just winked at the camera i have a problem I am a narcissist. Uh, <laughs> let's end it there. And I will say Travis for the 16th time, Katie for the 10th time. Uh, thank you very much for coming on this podcast. We love when you're on this show. Uh, tell us where we can find your other show cutscenes. <laughs> this is the dance that they always do. Every time. It's like, who's going to pitch it? And Katie usually is the one who pitches it. You go. I've made him do it a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm just not as good at it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Cutscenes is our podcast that the three of us uh, have that Mm -hmm. is a seasonal podcast about video game movies or TV shows um, that we basically do this, but with video game movies yeah there's like i can take over oh thank yeah. you yeah, yeah. So much. um there's like segments we'll do like a bunch of little games we'll do uh you know different activities we'll read some reviews we'll do you know a bunch of little things um it's just a great time like we just like hanging out with each other and you know a little and, bit of chaos yeah. but it's fun and watching usually not very good movies exactly mm-hmm. some of them are fine some of them are fine <laughs> some of them are fine uh you have a third guy in the show he's a narcissist we don't talk so, about him no. i love that i love that he doesn't know much about x-men that's for sure yeah mm. uh where can that show be found on the internet that show is uh at cutscenespod.ca cutscenes.ca cutscenes.ca and at cutscenes. this is why i don't do this oh underscore yeah i know the twitter media. yeah do it. yeah so the twitter is uh, pod. yes cutscenes <laughs> underscore Got pod it. and then the instagram is the same thing mm-hmm. um and the website is cutscenes.ca where you can find all the episodes and the links to all the social media stuff and truly, if you've liked it so far, if you've liked this repartee, uh, in the feed, right next to this show, there's an entry that says Introducing Cutscenes. It is our Scott Pilgrim episode of the show. Download it, listen to it, and hopefully you'll have a good time. That's the first show we ever did. It is. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. We've gotten so much better since then. I think so. Mm-hmm. We started off really well. <laughs> we did. It could have been much worse. But yes, no, I feel like, I feel like the show is, we're, we're going, like, mm-hmm. I feel like we've really hit our stride. Mm-hmm. We're, um, we're starting to recording season three. Mm-hmm. That's going to be coming out later this year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, no, check it out. Uh, where can y'all be found on the internet? I'm on Twitter. I am Les Brack. Uh, yeah, I'm on there. I talk about kind of video games, random things that happen, mostly video games, 
You found a murder weapon in a lake or something? Yes. <laughs> I didn't. My dad did. I got I, I got sent a picture of a of a saw blade ta- attached to a like two by four. Yeah. Uh, that rusty that he pulled out of the lake because you know he's retired and he's bored, so he magnet fishes in the lake now to see what he pulls up. Oh, there we go. It's it's terrifying. Hopefully, I didn't kill the camera when I did that. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, he found that. So my conclusion was either someone was like really ready for zombies because it looks very days gone. Yeah, yeah. Um, or there was a small town murderer because that's where you throw your murder weapon in the lake. I thought it was bees when I first looked at it really quickly. Bees? Not rust. I'm like, w- yeah. uh, what are bees doing on that murder weapon? Yeah, uh-huh. that's in the lake. Wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> at Les Brack on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> you can find that kind of great content on my Twitter. <laughs> Travis, where can people find you? I'm on Twitter too, uh, at Travis Colnut. There's no murder weapons to be found. Uh huh. What yeah. about X Men? Oh yeah, there's that. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Can you name some X Men? I'm not going to name <gasps> X Men. Do your work. And okay. Find them yourself. <laughs> Stop being privileged and do the work. That's right. I understand. Okay. Uh, the Left Behind Game Club is a podcast that you can find more of out about. That was Canadian. Uh, at leftbehindgame.club our website uh, you can find us on social media at leftbehindgameclub on Instagram and at leftbehindclub uh, you can find me on the internet at jacobmcord on all major social media platforms I'm on Twitter I'm on TikTok I do lots of crazy stuff uh, one special thank you to Shane Chieso who's here doing our video production today yeah. uh, he is a star he does the social media stuff for us as well so give him a follow at Chiesu on Twitter and YouTube that's C-H H-I-A-S-S-O-N Right? No. <laughs> See, I didn't write it down. C-H-I-S-S Oh, oh no, yeah, Chiesu, it's not your last name. It is C-H-I-A-S-S-O-O Perfect. You, you would go. do great Thank at you. the scripts. National yeah, Spelling Bee. I should usually <laughs> I should write things down that I'm going to say um, that is our show. Um, so I will close in the way that we close all of our shows, and that, my friends, is one less game left behind. Mm-hmm.